Hey there, listeners, it's Kimberly. I'm here with a couple of content warnings. First of all, this episode contains a reclaimed homophobic slur, which starts with the letter Q. Also, this episode is about the LGBTQIA community. All of us are imperfect. We all carry some internalized bias that we're unaware of. I have done my best to be as inclusive as possible with this episode, but it is basically guaranteed that I've made some mistakes. So if you'd like to correct or criticize something, please email me at blazeballpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for understanding that I am acting in good faith. And now, on to the episode. Listeners, you are listening to Take Me Out to the Ball Game, the world's most historically accurate baseball podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Dauber, and I use she, her pronouns. October is LGBTQIA plus history month. So today we're going to do an episode about baseball and this community. But first, a word from our sponsors. Today's episode was sponsored by Blaseball Cares. Happy LGBT History Month, Blaseballers! At Blaseball Cares, we believe that Blaseball is for everyone. We're happy to announce we soon will have a special line of pride stickers representing each and every team in Blaseball, with proceeds going to the charity Rainbow Railroad. Stay proud and see you soon at BlaseballCares.com. Hello, listeners. We're back. You're listening to Take Me Out to the Blall Game, and this is our October LGBTQIA plus History Month special. So as I have said, October is LGBTQIA plus History Month, and I wanted to do something special for it since there are so many queer shenanigans going on in baseball. So I performed a simple summoning ritual to bring together all sorts of baseball fans within the community who could tell me what they thought about baseball and their identities. I asked a whole bunch of questions, and I'm going to share each of them with you. Okay, so first question. I wanted to understand the nature of gay baseball, so I requested that fans summarize the queerness of baseball. Here is what they said. The queerness of baseball is free, open, and covered in blood, and possibly flickering. The queerness of baseball is inherent and essential. Uh, it's all about the vibes, my dude. We are all the queer. Baseball is flaming, and not just because of incinerations. The queerness of Blaseball is community-led, developer-endorsed representation everywhere. Blaseball is sports-queered. From its insistence on the validity of a multitude of canonical readings, to its embrace and reclamation of monstrousness, to its emphasis on chosen family and intentional community building, both within the lore and in the fanbase itself, Blaseball is queer to its core. It's so queer, it makes rainbows jealous. We could have imagined these characters as anything, so we imagined them as everything. Spite the gods, forge your own path. Buff ladies, chaotic thembos, monsters and robots, no my! The L in sports stands for lesbian. Claws up for trans rights. Blazeball helped me get excited for something for the first time in months, and honestly, it's a queer icon for having done that. The queerness of Blazeball is the process of exploring the space of gender identities. 
You got your Neo pronouns, your Wula Woos, your M&Ms, trans folk, and everything in between. Gender? For the spies? That's redacted information, my friend. Be gay, be kind, play ball. Okay, so Blaze Ball's like pretty gay. But I was still wondering with our powers combined, could we make Blaze Ball even gayer? So I asked, how could we make Blaze Ball gayer? Wrong answers only. And the responses were pretty great. Here they are. We all commit crimes. Procedurally generated ship fix. Let the teams kiss. Let the umps kiss. Make Laura Dern an umpire. Replace all instances of peanut with penis. Stadium seats that accommodate bisexual sitting. You know the kind. Umpires incinerate gender and not players. Replace the star ratings with pride flags. Potion of trans your gender as a voting option. Remember the Wyatt Masoning? Slap the word gay somewhere in every player's name. Glitter weather. Please give the shoe thieves more lesbians. We keep losing them. Just keep writing more numbers on the knob and keep just cranking it up. (laughs) Glitter weather. I love it. I love it so much. Okay, so I think Being silly together is an important part of community building, but I think that being serious together is important too. So coming up, I'm going to share some thoughts about how we can keep our community healthy. We'll be right back with that after this break. Today's episode of Take Me Out to the Blall Game was brought to you by, well, me actually. This is an ad for me. Kimberly Dauber, a blaze ball in the sky with a microphone. This is a 30-second ad spot for me to make space for my specific sexual and gender identities. Okay, here's the list. I'm bisexual, and for me that means attracted to two or more genders, or really any gender. You can call me polysexual or pansexual if you want to as well. I'm also gender fluid. Usually I'm a girl, since I've been practicing that one the longest, but... Sometimes I'm a boy, or at least I want to be treated like a boy. And sometimes I'm something else that I haven't figured out yet. This makes me part of the non-binary and trans communities, and I still use she-her pronouns. Finally, this place ball is non-monogamous. Is that even a quote-unquote sexuality? I am not sure, but I thought you might like to know anyway, so there it is. Okay, that's it for now anyway. Stay tuned for further updates, because identities can change. Thanks for listening, and now, back to the episode. Hello, listeners! We now return to Take Me Out to the Blall Game, where the word of the day is, Be gay, do blazeball crimes. So, I can tell from these responses that people clearly love the blazeball community for how queer it is. Still, we have to remember that it takes work to keep it that way. So I invite you to do some of that work with me for the next few minutes. Okay? Let's go. 
I think it's fair to say that internet communities like ours carry a high risk of conflict, the destructive, harmful kind of conflict. But I also think that we can help by frequently thinking about how we can find new ways to keep each other safe. So, in the survey, I asked, how should we make Blaseball gayer? Constructive answers only. I'm about to share the responses, but before I do, you may hear some critiques that feel like they are directed at you, and you may find yourself feeling defensive or guilty. If you notice this happening, I invite you to try the following. First, acknowledge your feelings of defensiveness or guilt and thank them for protecting you and your loved ones. Next, let those feelings go. You are safe here. You don't need those feelings anymore. Finally, approach the critique once again, but this time with curiosity. Again, that's acknowledge and thank your feelings, then let them go, and finally let yourself be curious. Okay? All right, I think we're ready, so here we go. First, some comments that are directed at mostly the game band or Discord moderators. I want every team to have a modified pride flag emoji. Discourage discourse on the main server. It's too cramped and loud for productive discourse. Encourage putting pronouns and nicknames. Encourage community leaders to push inclusivity. Consideration re-incinerations. Because people project so much queerness into Blaseball, the constant queer deaths make for some emotional pains for people who get deeply invested. I believe a definite list of pronouns for players would be good. The argument against this is, of course, there's no set canon for Blaseball, and to do so is to remove the possibility for interpretation. However, as a user of neo-pronouns, I can definitely see a situation where someone does not use, say, Zizir, for a player the wider community has decided uses, because they do not understand or agree with neo-pronouns under the guise of narrative independence. I don't think there's an easy solution for this, if I'm honest. Okay, Kimberly again. Next, there were a whole bunch of comments for the community about representation. So here are a whole bunch of those. I would like to see more trans-masculine characters, TBH. And not just femme-presenting or soft-boy kind of trans-mask. I want trans-mask bears or non-binary trans-masculine hunks. We exist in different flavors, and it would be nice to see more homosexual transmasculine people. So, my answer for how should we make Blaseball gayer is that um, I've only really seen the flowers using neo-pronouns for a lot of the new players, and while the diversity in the rest of the league is really incredible, uh, there's a lot of room for expansion. Um, having players who use neo-pronouns on my team in Blaseball has been great practice for doing stuff like that in real life, and I think every other team should have that experience. I would really love to see some Southeast Asian, Muslim, queer players. I feel that more body positivity should be included. 
Among the human and human-like players, there's very little body diversity. Like, imagine your body type being less represented than beings that don't exist. I have noticed that there aren't many outright bisexual, asexual, aromantic, or pansexual players in the game. It doesn't hurt to have some more emphasis in these sexualities due to how little they're represented in media in general. It'd be nice to see more Blazeball characters who have established outside families. I understand that this could make events such as Incineration worse, but seeing more established, happy queer families or older queer characters would be nice. I think the biggest room I see for improvement is in the way that trans and non-binary identity is handled for character portrayals. Oftentimes, it feels like there's a lot of non-binary representation, but a distinct lack of characters that break binary norms for presentation. Same goes for trans characters. I'd like to see more takes on characters that take into account that not everyone has to pass, or that not every non-binary person has to present the same way. Okay, two more sections to go. The next one is also for the community, and it's about being more intersectional, which basically means addressing the fact that homophobia and transphobia exist alongside racism, sexism, ableism, and otherisms that don't themselves have to do with gender and sexuality. Here we go. Honestly, on the exclusively queer front, I can't think of anything. On an intersectional level, though, I'm pretty sure the majority of fans I've seen are white, and I do worry that this might mean there's stuff that gets overlooked. One way to make Blaseball gayer is to make sure that we listen to and support each other always. I think this questionnaire is a great way to make Blaseball gayer, as it's giving minorities a platform to talk about their experiences. This kind of thing, liberal use of trigger warnings, asking specifically for black and indigenous voices, and seeking out queer experiences, should be more common. Okay, finally, for the community, these responses are about respecting multiple interpretations of the world of Blaseball. Perhaps making Blaseball more of a place of self-exploration and storytelling versus a collective and detached story. Also, not enforcing specific pronouns for players. Let people have their own interpretations and be kind when that interpretation doesn't match yours. Blaseball is quite open-ended in terms of individual characters. This means that many interpretations of characters can be valid at one time. We should keep the open-endedness even as the story grows to keep room for all queer interpretations. Remember that identity is complicated. And if someone views a character as having a different identity than what you view them as having, that's okay. But also, remember to respect different people's views on characters. Alright. Thank you for listening with empathetic hearts and curious minds. I am excited to tackle all of these challenges with all of you. Alright, last segment. We are all love Blaseball, but today's episode is especially about being LGBTQIA plus and loving Blaseball. It is time to close our show by sharing what we are love about being queer Blaseball fans. And by the way, there were a lot of survey responses, 
and these were the hardest ones to pick. You all are so full of love. Okay, here we go. I point at a player and scream them, and everyone screams with me. It's hard to find things that are truly asexual, but Blaseball has players even the most ardent of aloes would have trouble sexualizing. That really helps me feel like I have a place here when in many other fan spaces I have to smile and nod and accept that I just don't understand a big part of what others seem to view as the fan experience. I'm in good company, and the baseball community listens and respects each other more than any other fan community I've ever been in. Being non-binary is just kind of normal, and that's weird and new and wonderful. I've never felt so absolutely welcomed or in the right place as I do with so many other non-binary people. I really don't know many in real life, and to be so close and so connected with so many others is just the most incredible feeling. I feel very seen by Blazeball. Um, I've never been a sports person, like, at all. And it feels like Blazeball saw that and was like, okay, so what if we took all of the stuff about sports that actually resonates with you and then added liberal amounts of queerness and absurdism? (laughs) Which... Uh, it turns out is a really powerful recipe. This is a sport that my fiance and I feel safe participating in. Sometimes actually going out to the stadium holding hands feels dangerous. Poly representation. Jessica Telephone for the win. The Telephone twins remind me of my relationship with my sister. She's the sis Jessica to my trans Sebastian, but I love that I can see and relate to that. I love seeing all the diversity that we give the characters. I've seen characters with head coverings, different body types, people of color, and every flavor of LGBT. This has all been done because we, the fans, want to. There's so much left up to the imagination for the characters, and we have chosen to give them the diversity that we deserve. And as someone that's pan and poly and non-binary, this makes me incredibly happy. Kuroto, ace, ace in the hole, in the hole, Wilcox, gives me life. I love that the Jazz Hands team chat has a pinned post about the pronouns of each player, and they vary widely. There's a lot of they-them players, but there's also... I think often about this description for comfort September-ish. When asked about gender, just said, the snack that smiles back is fine with people using they-them. It's very much in line with the culture of trans people I know IRL, which is beautiful to stumble upon in some internet baseball simulator. That I can openly be a trans woman in fandom spaces, and no one blinks. I love seeing so many characters interpreted as non-binary lesbians in particular. As a non-binary lesbian myself, it's something I don't often see in media. To see so many in baseball is part of what interested me about it in the first place. The community is so lovely and accepting of queer people. I especially love the trans rights callouts. What I love about being a queer Blazeball fan is a sense of community. It's wonderful to go into the various Blazeball related discords. So for me, that's Waterloo Clubhouse or The Garden or the official Blazeball Discord and see and talk to queer people who I know in real life I would never have been able to meet, Uh, as well as talking about players who use new pronouns or multiple sets of pronouns. It's just wonderful, the community that's being created. Mm -hmm. Girls. There was no adjustment period when I joined the community, where I felt I needed to explain myself and allow people time to adapt to my new pronouns or my name. It just was. And that was amazing. Uh, (laughs) I am just love it.
We are love feeling welcome. We are love not having to explain ourselves. We are love seeing ourselves represented. We are love each other and so much more. It is beautiful. Well, that is all for today, listeners. You've been listening to Take Me Out to the Blall Game. Thank you so much to everyone who contributed to this episode. Please remember to subscribe to the show wherever podcasts are found. Follow us on Twitter at BlazeballPod and email us at BlazeballPodcast at gmail.com. You can send in a question, dedicate a soul scream, or suggest something we should interview you about. And if you know anyone else who would enjoy this podcast, do them a favor and tell them about it. I bet they'll be glad you did. I'm Kimberly Dauber. Thank you for joining us on Take Me Out to the Blall Game. And thank you for participating in the cultural event of Blaseball. Ball.